Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. Walters. Armed American Radio's monster cast here in the Car Firearms Group studios on this one Sig Sauer Platinum microphone begins right now. It's all brought to you by the great X Insurance. I am Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day here at AAR Ranch in the Car Firearms Group studios every week. On Sunday, Monday through Friday, the Armed American Radio Daily Defense coming to us from the Sig Sauer Studios. So it's great to be with you today. AWR Hawkins has the day off. Here's what I want to do with you. No one has written as extensively about what occurred in Maine as AWR Hawkins has over at Breitbart News. He had a number, uh, I think three or four, if I'm not mistaken, of the top stories at Breitbart as this story in Maine was unfolding. And it's an interesting one to break down because there's a lot to unpack. If you were listening to The Daily Show, we began talking about this on Thursday after the story broke on Wednesday when this lunatic walked into a bowling alley and then down the road a bar before subsequently being found having eaten some lead and got himself dead, coward. We expect that to be the case. It was predicted on this show, on The Daily Defense Show, that that's likely what occurred. Media going crazy, frenzy, reporting nonsense, talking about things they don't know, pundits all over the television set, retired law enforcement, retired military telling you about this guy is acting as this if this guy is some kind of Rambo. The guy was a lunatic. We know that after the fact. If you looked at Armed American News, that's exactly what we reported. We reported the facts. This is who a person of interest is. We don't know anything yet. When we do, we'll tell you. And we did. It's that simple. But not television news, not what they do. Sensationalize everything, make themselves look like fools. And guess what? That's what they did. But we expect it. Not AWR at Breitbart. AWR jumps into this and begins asking questions while he's reporting, unlike mainstream media. So let's start. What happened in Maine? What do we know now? What was the reaction from the politicians? What happened with the media? And what happened and why was this individual allowed to possess a firearm at all? Uh, hint. Technically, he was. Media saying he's prohibited. We'll talk a little bit about that because it's not quite as cut and dry as you think. So let's go back to the 25th. The first report was that a suspect was sought after at least 22 dead in multiple shootings in Maine. That's all we knew at the time, 22 dead. And if you dig a little bit farther, you'll note they said at least 30 wounded, 22 dead, 30 wounded. Those numbers were wrong. Now, honestly, they tend to be we know they're going to go up 
In this case, they went down. That doesn't normally happen. So I, you know, that that was a little bit unusual. But during the press conference that we all watched, we saw that the number of, of victims was removed, uh, was reduced from 22 to 18. It was revised. And the number of wounded from 30 or at least 30, they were saying, to 22. And that number has remained the same. Hopefully, under the current circumstances, no one else dies. Hopefully, those people survive. It was a horrible tragedy, but we're going to break this down for you a little bit. What we do know was that there were two shootings, Spare Time Recreation and Shemengi's Bar and Grill. Both of those locations, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, at least the bowling alley, I can confirm the bowling alley is a gun-free zone. I'm not, I, I don't have confidence. I'm not prepared to say whether or not the bar and grill was at this point. I have heard that it was, but I haven't been able to confirm it. So I'm just going to tell you at this stage of the game that we know for a fact that the bowling alley was. There was a sign in front of the bowling alley. We'll tell you about that in a little bit. So we have an individual armed with a rifle, walks into a bowling alley, walks into a bar, and begins shooting. Immediately, the media goes berserk about how this guy appears trained. Here come the ex-military pundits. This guy's going to, he's a survivor. This He's a survivalist. This guy's going to be able to live out in the woods forever. This guy's a Rambo. This is going to be brutal. We don't know what's going on. All nonsense. And, of course, none of it borne out to be true. He went to a former place of employment and offed himself in the back of a truck in a trailer because he's a coward. But nonetheless, that's just my cynicism with the media because I can't stand the way they report things. If you've listened to the show, you know that, and I think you feel the same way. He was identified. uh, I don't like to mention his name, but we're going to. His name was Robert Card. We all know who it is. He was identified as a person of interest, sought in connection with that shooting. And no sooner is Robert Card identified as a person of interest than Shannon Watts, begins criticizing the lack of gun control in Maine. Shannon Watts being the loudmouth Bloomberg grifter, taking money from the billionaire, spitting anti-gun rhetoric every single day of the week before she even knows any of the facts. And in this case, she was dropping the F-bomb. Wasn't good enough for her to come after your firearms and to blame the Republicans and to blame lack of gun control. Now, she's got to drop some F-bombs in the process. Her first tweet... At 9.13 p.m. on October 25th, mere hours, not even hours, an hour and 15 minutes maybe after this news was breaking. Maine does not require background checks on all gun sales. Have a red flag law. Prevent domestic abusers from accessing guns. Ban assault weapons. Limit magazine capacity. Require concealed carry permits. Restrict open carry. Have a waiting period. None of which would have stopped this madman from doing what he did in what was clearly a well-planned and long-planned out attack. And why he went to those locations, we will likely never know. But the media pundits were telling us, well, maybe he had an ex-wife there. Maybe he had a girlfriend there, whatever the case was. Knowing nothing about it, just spewing all their rhetoric, as they always do, none of it borne out to be true. But Shannon Watts jumps in with her gun control diatribe, as always. No background check on gun sales would have stopped this man. No red flag law would have stopped this man. In fact, Maine has what's referred to as a yellow flag law where police can seek the removal of firearms from someone, and that has been enacted in Maine, from what I understand, 22 times. 
over the past year, 22 times. <laughs> Didn't stop him in this case. We're going to go into it because this guy had a known history of mental health disease, illness, whatever you want to call it, and spent a couple weeks in a loony bin. No red flag law would have stopped it. It didn't in this case, considering it was a yellow red, a yellow flag law. Same thing, except the cops do it. Prevent domestic abusers from accessing guns. Wouldn't have stopped it. Ban assault weapons. Wouldn't have stopped it. Limit magazine capacity. Wouldn't have stopped it. Require concealed carry permits. Wouldn't have stopped it. You really believe? Are there people out there who believe, oh, I don't have a carry permit. I can't go into there with my rifle and shoot and kill people today because I didn't get a permit. Or restrict open carry. Maybe this guy thinks because Maine doesn't restrict open carry. Does Shannon Watts actually believe or do you actually believe? Oh, thank goodness they don't restrict open carry in Maine here. Good heavens. Now I can carry my rifle in there and kill people. Do you really believe that's what went through this man's mind? It's not. Have a waiting period. The man pre-planned this. I don't care if your waiting period's a year. He'll wait a year and a day. Ladies and gentlemen, these people think you're foolish. But Shannon Watts went further. Yeah, because on October 26, she tweeted this. I'm just out of sheer anger and hatred of your firearms and your rights and your Constitution. This year, Republicans in Maine rejected a bill at mom's demand, which is a silly name, too, when you think about it, by the way fought for that would have required a 72-hour waiting period. That's it, she puts in bold capital letters and screams. That's it. 72 effing hours was too much to ask the GOP to buy a gun. Do you, I, I don't know, what is Shannon Watts saying here? If they had only made this man wait 72 hours he wouldn't have killed anybody. Do you honestly believe that? Shannon Watts is smarter than that. Shannon Watts knows that this individual, let's just assume 72, he would have waited 73 hours. Shannon Watts knows this. She doesn't care. This is about political agenda above and beyond your constitutional rights, above and beyond anything else. They're losing. They're losing their minds, and it's evidence of the fact that they are, in fact, losing. And as A.W.R. Hawkins points out in his piece talking about Shannon, she did not mention that California has all of the gun control she accused Maine of lacking, yet California led the nation in active shooter incidents in 2021. Moreover, according to A.W.R. Hawkins, Watts criticized Maine's gun controls before facts about the shootings were known or a suspect or suspects were apprehended. According to AWR, we'll close this segment with this. This means she offered her criticism at a time when no one even knew how the attacker got a hold of his guns. Shannon Watts, I'd like to say in rare form, but Shannon Watts in pure form. Back after this. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. American Radio's MonsterCast here from the Car Firearms Group Studios at AAR Ranch in front of the Sig Sauer Platinum and Powerful Microphone. I am Mark Walters. 
filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And it's all brought to us by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners that make these broadcasts possible. Now, 15 years on the nation's airwaves. We couldn't do it without them. We've got a great MyPillow site for you, MyPillow.com slash AAR. Thank Mike for supporting your right to keep and bear arms. We've had cutting-edge firewood going on all over the ranch for the last several weeks. We've been using that firewood here for two years. We cook with it. You can do the same thing. ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Visit all of our partners, CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. We'll talk more about our partners coming up throughout the broadcast. Welcome back. So we were we ended that last segment on Shannon Watts. Boy, oh boy, I tell you, she is just insufferable, isn't she? But she wasn't the only one. It didn't take long. Let's go to, let's start, let's go, Greg will be okay with this. Let's go to Camel Harris. Camel Harris, Camel Harris, Camel Harris. Whatever you want to call her, have at it. Feel free. Kamala Harris condemns, in, in honor of AWR not being here, we're covering some of his work because he did incredible work covering what happened in Maine. Kamala Harris condemns Lewiston shootings, praises Australian gun control. Now, again, I talked about this on the Daily Defense over the week, uh, over the last few days. But are you shocked? No, I'm not. Kamala Harris said the quiet part out loud. Shannon Watts didn't quite go there. She bumps up against it every time she opens her mouth. But Kamala Harris does go there. And it was during a luncheon, quoting from AWR, attended by Secretary Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese on Thursday, Vice President Kamala Harris, Kamala, condemned the shootings in Lewiston, Maine, and pointed to Australia's gun control as the path to a better way. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to play the audio for you, but we'll just read you a little bit of the quotes, because what she did was she said, Australia responded to its own gun violence problem with a solution that was both straightforward and severe. It collected roughly 650,000 privately held guns. It was one of the largest mandatory gun buyback programs in recent history. Now, that's from Vox. That's what Kamala Harris was saying when she said Australia demonstrated another way by requiring citizens to hand over approximately three-quarters of a million firearms during a mandatory buyback in the mid-1990s. The quiet part out loud from Kamala Harris. You would expect nothing less. Joe Biden, the same thing. Back at it with weapons of war. But they were not alone. No, because it didn't take long for Gavin Newsom to jump out there and for Chris Murphy to jump out there. Let's talk about what Chris Murphy had to say. Because he responded to the main attack or attacks by pushing bans on AR-15s and similar rifles. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, well, he didn't use an AR-15, but let's not let that stop them. Senator Chris Murphy reacted to the Wednesday night attacks in Lewiston, Maine, by pushing a quote-unquote assault weapons ban, as AWR mentions, again. Before police identified the firearm used in the attacks... Now, the photographs show him appearing to be holding some sort of a long gun, but we don't know what it was. Before we knew what it was, Murphy responded by posting on X, formerly known as Twitter, quote, another deeply mentally ill man armed with a military semi-automatic rifle commits mass murder. This isn't hard. A, 
Keep weapons away from potentially dangerous people. B, don't let anyone have an assault weapon. Did he have a military semi-automatic rifle? Well, I'll let you think about that. He's a civilian, bought the gun as a civilian. He's a member of the Army Reserve, but he bought the gun as a civilian. Should he have had it? He claimed, Murphy, that by following his plan of action, we would lead to a decline in mass shootings without harming anyone's Second Amendment rights. It's hard to say that with a straight face, but he means it. He believes that. He believes if he takes away the most popular rifle in America, in common use, more of them in your hands than Ford F-150 pickup trucks, the number one selling pickup truck in America. He believes if he takes that from you, that it's not harming your Second Amendment rights. Does he believe that? Or is he just, what is, Chris? look, you know, it's impossible to get into his head. But you can take the man at his word because he says these things repeatedly. Chris Murphy and Kamala Harris and Shannon Watts were not alone. Because Biden, in probably even more dangerous verbiage than these other usual suspects, began pushing lawsuits against gun makers following the attack in Maine. You can read AWR's piece about this. He did exceptional work this week, ladies and gentlemen. But the subhead. On Thursday, in response to the main shootings, President Joe Biden pushed for a repeal of protections that protect gun makers from frivolous lawsuits, universal background checks, and other gun controls. Here's what he had to say. He, according to AWR, Biden eventually transitioned to the summer 2022 passage of the gun control he passed with Senator John Cornyn, noting, as always, that gun control is not enough. He then said this, I urge Republican lawmakers in Congress to fulfill their duty to protect the American people. Work with us to pass a bill banning assault weapons and high-capacity magazines to enact universal background checks to require safe storage of guns and end immunity from liability for gun manufacturers. Now, I'm going to ask you again. Again, you have to be honest. Do you believe that this individual who chose to use a particular firearm to commit mass murder, do you believe, as an honest individual, that the manufacturer of the weapon that was purchased legally, sold legally, manufactured legally, on down the chain, regardless of how it wound up in this man's hands, which, by the way, was legal. I I want to throw that out. He bought the gun legally. There's the argument. But we'll talk with John Lott about that coming up. We'll talk with Ryan Petty about that. We'll talk with Alan Gottlieb about that. But the bottom line is, the gun was made legally, distributed legally, sold legally. Are they responsible for the actions of this madman? You and I both know the answer to that question. Any honest individual knows the answer to that question. Of course not. Joe Biden, in another attempt to bankrupt the firearms industry as the result of actions from a madman. But he wasn't the only one. Democrat rep apologizes for not backing an assault weapons ban before the main attack. This is Representative Jared Golden, a Democrat from Maine, who apologized Thursday for not backing an assault weapons ban before Wednesday's Lewiston attacks and pledged to support less such legislation going forward. But he wasn't the only one either. 
Gavin Newsom also screaming for more gun control before the bodies are even identified. We'll be back. Six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep in bare arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The Voice of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast continues. Segment three already, hour one. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen, here at Car Firearms Group Studios at AAR Ranch. Time flies right by. You know that to be the case. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here in front of the Sig Sauer Platinum and very powerful microphone, and it's all being brought to us by the great X insurance. Alan Gottlieb joins me now from the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan Gottlieb, welcome to the program, my friend. Lots to cover with you today. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Mark. I love being with your listeners. They love having you on and getting an update from you. They, I, I could do three hours with you every week, Alan, and I, I could do th- three hours a day with you, and they wouldn't. it still wouldn't be enough. Let's, let me tell you, let me just give you some, some background of where I covered in the in the previous two segments because you're coming on usually in the – First two segments, but I covered some of AWR's work who did exceptional reporting on Maine and, in fact, had, I think, three or four of the top stories on Breitbart as a result of his reporting over the past week or since Wednesday. But I covered Maine from various angles, and I will do that again with John Lott coming up in the next hour and Ryan Petty. But I want to get your take on this because there's there's a lot going on here. We have a guy who was known mentally ill. You and I've talked about mental illness. The CCRKBA and and SAF have put out have put out press releases about mental health. This was a clear cut case of a guy who was threatening physical harm and death at a at a uh, at a uh, uh, National Guard post had been in a loony bin for two weeks. Alan, what happened here? What failed? Well, I think a lot of things failed, uh, quite frankly. You know, one thing is is that under the law, if you commit yourself, so to speak, or you go in on your own without being, you know, uh, forced to go in, it doesn't get reported. And as a result of not being reported, he was not blocked by the Knicks check, and he actually went out supposedly and bought some of these guns, if not all of them, that he used afterwards to begin with. So if he would have been reported normally, he would not have been he would have been a prohibited person and not being able to purchase those firearms on the or own or possess them. On the other hand, because he went in voluntarily, uh, he didn't get reported. And you know, we have a, almost every one of these cases, Mark, has the same footprint to it, same warning signs. There's all kinds of warnings out there. There's all kinds of signals that have been given. 
but nothing, nobody does anything. All they do is scream to take away our guns and our means of protection. And I'm going to get off topic for you just for a slight second here, but we're seeing in our world, you know, the, you know, the social order is, is, is getting destroyed and, and, and it's going down the tubes. We have rampant crime, rampant mental illness problems, rampant homelessness. Uh, you know, and, and, and there's so many problems going on in society right now. It isn't funny. Uh, and so yeah, actually what we've seen in, in Maine and we're seeing around the country is we're seeing more people going out and buying firearms to protect themselves and their families because, quite frankly, everybody is scared right now. I mean, we're living in a world that, that, that's – I think we're in uncharted waters. I, I think we're getting close to a total collapse of, of society, uh, and it's downright scary. And so you've got, you've got people you know, uh, in, in Maine where this just happened running out and buying firearms, screaming, I wish I had a gun to protect my family. We're seeing you know, with uh, the onslaught of anti-Semitism and violence against Jewish people in, in our country right now, uh, first time Jewish gun buyers running like buying guns like crazy to protect themselves and their family. Uh, we're, we're seeing you know, rampant crime in the big cities where people are trying to protect themselves and their families. Everything is, is going down the tubes right now, and the, the response fact from the policymakers, so to speak, are take everybody's guns away. And it's still only going to make our problems worse. And again, like AWR reported, I'm sure you talked about in your first hour. I mean, he chose a, you know, this mass murderer chose a gun-free zone to do this stuff in. And this happens like almost every single time you see a mass shooting. It's in a gun-free zone. Yeah, Alan, I'm glad you went in the direction you just went. Thank you, but because that that's that's something that I think we need to talk about. Because I agree with you, and I, I've often spoken about it, just little things like how. Social media is is destroying the psyche of the nation. People can get out and spew hatred instantly on Twitter and and through these through these feeds and combine that with a mainstream media that's clearly biased and pushing a left wing agenda. This is a recipe for disaster when you add to it a 24 hour constant mix. People's heads are snapping. People are, are just normal people, healthy people look at this and it's bombarding them all day long. And when you've got people that are not all there. It's not out of the realm of possibility that people who aren't all there will snap like we've seen time after time after time. And I think you'll agree with me that this is a fairly recent phenomenon since Columbine, correct? I mean, this didn't happen when you and I were kids. No, it surely didn't. And, you know, I can't really blame social media for it because social media is sort of, I'm going to say it's like a gun. It's an inanimate object, you know. It's people. It's the people who make the posts on social media. It isn't social media itself. We have problems in our society. There's no respect for human life, no respect for people's property. Uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point that society is breaking down, and that's that's the elephant in the room that nobody really wants to talk about because that is really scary. Well, we're talking about it now because you are absolutely spot on. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking with Alan Gottlieb founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, responsible for 85% of court victories in favor of your gun rights across this country over the years, and about 55 cases ongoing right now, 18 of which or 19 of which are ongoing in California, I might add. Uh, Alan, that, that breakdown of society that we're talking about here, and it is happening right before our eyes, and I think people had better wake up and see it, and I think they do. I believe they do. Let's, look at a, let's, let's take a three-prong approach and look at Maine. You mentioned anti-Semitism. Obviously, it's a huge problem. We're seeing it spread out across campuses around this nation. It's very disheartening to see this. And we have an American government who is arming Ukraine, arming Israel, 
At the same time, Israel is attacked. Israel is now arming its citizen and citizenry and relaxing its laws to do so. And American policymakers are trying to take away our guns and then throw that third prong at it. In Maine, Maine citizens, Americans watched Maine citizens arm themselves while this guy was on was on the loose. How do they even justify their push for more gun control in these conditions? I wish I could answer that. It's it's, it's all idea. Their ideology. I mean, they just hate guns. They hate gun ownership. Um, and you know, of course, most of them. Let's be fair about it. You know, President Biden, Kamala Harris. They have armed protection. You know, I mean, they're not like the rest of us, uh, so to speak. That is, we're not. They're not vulnerable. And so we're looking at the, a lot of these people. You know, living in their ivory castles, particularly in, in the uh, academic communities. You know, and it's great to pontificate when you're not living in the real world. I can't disagree with that in any way, shape, or form. Let's go. Let's go to Shannon Watts real quick because the push for gun control after Maine was immediate. In fact, dare I say, I think it was quicker this time than I've ever seen in the past. Shannon Watts came out screaming for more gun control, and she got very frank with her language. She dropped the F-bomb in a tweet. Here's what she said. Maine does not require background checks on all gun sales, have a red flag law, prevent domestic abusers from accessing guns, ban assault weapons, limit magazine capacity, require concealed carry permits, restrict open carry, have a waiting period. Before I tell you when that text went or that tweet went out, is any of those things, does any of those things that she mentioned would have stopped this madman? I'm sure glad you asked that question because the answer is no. And he bought his guns with a background check. Let's see. And this is the problem. There's always this disconnect between their solution and the real problems. And, you know, did she talk about mental health at one time? No. Um, This is the whole problem. Did she talk about the failure of law enforcement to stop him to begin with, knowing the warning signs were out there? No. This is the whole problem we face is that they they bury their heads in the sand and and pick on us for for these problems. And it only makes it worse. And that that tweet came out an hour and 15 minutes after the main story broke. But people we didn't even know how many people had been shot yet. We didn't know what was happening. And this is what she's talking. I'll take us to the break with this, because the very next day on the 26th, ladies and gentlemen, just three days ago, as I mentioned in the previous two segments, tweet from Shannon Watts. This year, Republicans in Maine rejected a bill at Moms Demand Action fought for that would have required a 72 hour waiting period. That's it. 72 effing hours was too much to ask the GOP to buy a gun. We'll be right back with Alan Gottlieb. Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. 
Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow-point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 Chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire and cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast continues. We're coming to you from the Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters in front of the Six Hour Platinum Microphone. It's all brought to us by X Insurance. Alan, within minutes, and I covered this in the previous segment in the segment before you joined us at the bottom of the hour, leading into the bottom of the hour. The reaction from 
Murphy, the reaction, almost a Beto O'Rourke. He kind of went there but didn't quite go there yet, but he will. He won't disappoint us in the near future. Kamala Harris praising Australian gun control, which was confiscation. She did that at a press conference with the Australian Prime Minister early or late last week, right after this story broke. We have uh, New Mexico Governor Grisham screaming for more gun control. Gavin Newsom did not disappoint us. We have CNN claiming 525 mass shootings using 2023's misleading data that AWR reported. And Joe Biden out screaming to repeal the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act so that we can sue gun manufacturers. Alan, help me out here. Yeah, and again, Mark, none of these things would quote unquote stop this crime from happening. I love Shannon Watts screaming about they wouldn't even pass the 72 hour waiting period. This guy bought his guns way before 72 hours before this happened. But if you were somebody in Maine while this maniac was running around the streets and law enforcement didn't know where he was and you wanted to go buy a gun to protect yourself and your family, you'd have to wait 72 hours. Boom. Yeah, thank you. And I have to point out, and I think you'll agree with me, but if there was a 72-hour waiting period, he would have waited 73 hours. Would he not have? This was planned for months in advance, if not longer. Yeah, well, you have common sense, and that's why you <laughs> you, you can figure that out. You know, our opponents don't care. I mean, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point that their rhetoric is wild and off the charts. They're, they're you know, they, they don't reload their brains before they shoot their mouths off. Uh, it, it, I mean, the, the hatred of guns and gun owners is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, and, and did they ever report on the channel watch ever tweet? Wow, it's great that this woman had a gun in her house to protect her infant child when somebody broke in. No, they never talk about that because it's, it flies in the face of their narrative. So all it is is guns are evil. Guns are horrible. We'll never talk about how many guns have saved people's lives. Yeah. And I think one of the interesting and again, I covered this in the previous couple segments uh was a Democrat rep. And again, A.W.R. Hawkins, who did amazing work at Breitbart, I want to commend him for the work that he did and the follow-up he did on this story as he covered it throughout the week. Democrat rep apologizes for not backing an assault weapons ban before Maine attack. Well, he's going to support that ban now. Again, wouldn't have done anything. So let's push forward now. Let's go to 2024. Seeing the reaction that we see, and let's point out also that these are gun-free zones. Now, we're going to talk about that with Dr. John Lott. He may have more information I can't confirm, Alan, that the bar was, in fact, gun-free. We know that the bowling alley was because we have photographs of the sign. I haven't been able to confirm the bar yet. So I'll, I'll let well, that stand. Mark, Go it's, ahead. Wait, it's my understanding that places that serve alcohol, you're not allowed to bring a gun into. So call it a gun-free zone no matter okay, what. Okay, so we'll call that a gun-free zone. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that from Mr. Gottlieb. And we'll talk about that as well with Dr. Locke coming up. But let's go forward now. In the face of seeing people arm themselves to protect themselves while this man, this cannot be, we cannot overemphasize this. Maine residents were arming themselves to protect themselves because authorities couldn't catch this individual. Alan, I don't know how clearer to make this. So let's push that into gun control push for 2024. Let's talk about that briefly. We know Biden is going to run on gun control. How do they effectively run on gun control when we see what's happening in Maine on the heels of what we saw happen to defenseless, disarmed Israelis, while there are attacks against the Jewish population here in the all of this ties together. It does. Uh, well, they can run on it because they run on it. You know, hopefully it'll backfire this time because people realize that, you know, madmen, crazy people who commit these crazy acts like this. You know, you just, just you can't pass a law and expect the law or the piece of paper to stop them from acting. You have to take real action to solve the pro- underlying problems to begin with. Those are the things that Biden will not talk about, the Democrats will not talk about. 
hopefully the American people will be talking about it. I hope so. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that I got from a listener who asked, Mark, why won't we see the firearms industry sue organizations like the Brady's, Giffords, Moms Demand, Everytown? Why don't we see that, Alan? Well, I don't know on what grounds you could go to court and sue them on. They have a right of speech. They have a right of political participation. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know how you sue them. Uh, the, they themselves are not the, even the elected officials passing, wanting to pass these laws. And again, the courts have ruled pretty much on the elected officials passing unconstitutional laws that, you know, your only redress is at the ballot box, quote unquote. That's how the citizens get rid of them. Uh, the courts aren't going to do it. We have, you know, uh, you know, different different branches of power. It just isn't going to happen that way. So while it may sound like great rhetoric that the industry should be suing, you know, all these anti-gun gun grabbers, it just I don't know how you have standing to do it in court. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I would think some type of slandering us, libeling us, whatever the case may be. But I I don't know either. I I thought it was a good question, and actually, no one's ever asked me that before, and I frankly had never thought about it. All right, with the time that we have remaining, an interesting case in New York State, where New York City. A judge found parts of New York's New York City's sensitive places, off limits, locations, etc., to be unconstitutional. How do we look? How do we? What's happening there? Do you know enough about this case? Well, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but basically, I, I saw the ruling, and it goes to the heart of the situation where New York is trying to say, "Okay, now we have to give you a permit to carry, but we're going to say everything's a sensitive place, and you, you, there's no place you can carry your gun. So here's your permit; it's just worthless." Uh, and of course, the, the state law has already been struck down on that, so to speak, to, to you know, and it's working on an appeal system right now because the state's appealing it. Uh, but the city made it things even more restrictive. So this one attacked New York City doing it. Right. And, you know, it's got to the point I, – I like to bring out this example. If you had a permit in New York City to ha- – you have to have a permit for everything to have a gun in New York, no matter what you do with it, in your house, in your place of business. Let's say you were in you know, the Times Square area in a jewelry – you owned a jewelry store or in the jewelry district in New York, which is uh, – they're considering sort of the, the Times Square area anyway. Uh, and you had a permit to have the, a premises permit to have the gun, you know, behind your counter to protect yourself and, and your diamonds. Okay. Uh, now the, the the police department in New York City has told you that you've got to give up your permit and you've got to get your gun out of there because it's now a gun-free zone, so to speak. You can't have it. So even though the, the, the restrictive law in New York got struck down, they've now made it even worse than it was before the restrictive law. So this this judge that riking down New York City sensitive places law surprise me? No. Yeah, and also uh, part of what was a part of this this case, ladies and gentlemen, I want to make this clear, was Cronin, the judge, struck down New York City's good moral character and good cause provisions, which fly directly in the face of Bruin. Alan, with the remaining minute that we have left, it's encouraging to me, and I'm, I'm going to think it's encouraging to you as well, but you correct me if I'm wrong there, to see these judges now referring to Bruin as we move forward, even judges that might not like Bruin, at least we're seeing the impact and the strength of Bruin now in some of these these smaller cases, right? 
Yeah, Mark, you know, it's only been a, a, over a year. It hasn't been two years yet since since that decision. And we've won an amazing number of court victories already. Of course, most of them are being appealed by the you know, right. gun prohibition lobby. So they're not totally finalized yet. But we are going to win in the, at, at the end of this. And that's what's important. And again, like I always point out, none of us have the patience, especially what we see going on on our streets and in our cities, uh, to, to wait because a right delayed is a right denied, as I always say. But the bottom line is we are winning. And the other side gets more frustrated and the more frustrated they get, the more irrational they get, and the more their rhetoric goes over the top, which also, I think, creates you know more problems in our society to begin with. When you talk about mental illness, quite honestly, I think some of these gun grabbers are mentally ill themselves. And hence why Shannon Watts drops the F-bomb out of frustration, because she is losing, as I mentioned in the previous part of this hour. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, thank you for being here, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, what's left of it, and I'll see you on the radio next week. Ladies and gentlemen, Armed American Radio will We'll be back with Dr. John Lott and Parkland dad, Ryan Petty, right after this at six minutes after on the flip side. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary my pillow foam, and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 